Hey, all right, all right, yes, sir. It's your boy Crown One. It's your boy Ukali White, and it's your boy Don Blink. What's going on, everybody? Happy Hump Day! Yeah, yes, sir. Middle yeah, of the week it already. Is the middle of the week, and we are rocking. <sighs> um, heavy topic today. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I know. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> trying to get this live going. Man, yeah. I get you in the pick. All right, oh, here okay. we go. Um, heavy topic today. We are talking about the sins of a father. Generational curses. Generational curses. Uh-huh. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm not an expert on this topic. Let me know if y'all can hear us. If y'all can hear us, just let um, us know. Um, can you hear us? Can leave you a comment hear us? or something. <laughs> I don't speak <laughs> right. I don't speak uh, sign language, but um, I'm having a pretty good week. How's y'all week going? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. You know. Uh, yeah. The weather. You know, we have to get used to this, but you don't want to get used to it because. I don't know what's going to happen. At so, any moment. You know. Ohio can, uh, it'll flip on you. It'll change real quick. I think rapture. I think uh, Ohio's <laughs> getting us ready for the rapture. <laughs> man, my week is good, man. It's just going by fast. You know, we, we're so busy. Yeah. The hustle and the bustle. Man, of life. Yeah. Just want to make every day count, though. So. Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, just uh, sending my condolences out to... The particular family, you know, I don't know if you read an article, but the the founder of World Star Hip Hop has died at the age forty three. Wow! Yeah, did, did not know that. Yes, he's he died in his sleep. Mm-hmm. I, I I read about that. Yeah, wow. so reading about that before, you know, I came here and um, you know, we're praying for his family, you know, and and all the ones that's connected to him. And yeah, nobody wants to see anybody go through that pain. You know, right. and some people are like. Very um, disrespectful. Yeah. Um, that's not my heart. You know, I don't want anybody to perish. Right. Uh, despite what they've done. Um. So yeah. Uh. Mm, and that's that's kind of relative to. Uh, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> so yes, if sir. you want to kick us off with this um, subject matter, brother. Once again, we're going to review and have a review moment and say. It is called the sins of the father. We're gonna just deal with that whole concept of, uh, you know, what the role of a father in, um, in people's lives and the things they do, the choices, the choices they make, and and the mm-hmm. positive or negative influence they leave on yeah. generation. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, very important topic. I was thinking, uh, my mind constantly goes to Deuteronomy chapter six. Mm-hmm. Verses six through nine. I just want to I want to read that real quick if I can. Okay. And God is speaking to Moses and telling Moses to remind the fathers, <laughs> remind mm-hmm. uh, the family what they need to be doing. Uh, right. Right. In rearing their children, but also what they need to be doing to make sure that uh, they remain a solid family. And mm-hmm. that the not only that generation, but the next generation and the next generation mm-hmm. would also 
they would be a family that honors God and a family that experiences experiences the blessings of God and not the cursings or the punishment or the or the uh, the wrath of God. And it says Deuteronomy chapter six verse six. It says, "And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. Mm-hmm. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise." You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Mm-hmm. And of course, the, these uh, verses are in regards to um, the land that God was preparing to, to take Israel into. Uh-huh. That following these commands, that fathers and mothers teaching these these instructions and commands to their children, it's going to position them to experience blessing, not only in that generation, in the land that they're about to go into, but for generations to come, as you all have been, as you've alluded to, Stephen, mm-hmm. and you, Reggie, um, the, uh, you know, uh, the fathers, we, we've got to be careful. We've got to be careful how we live, what we say what we do, how we live in front of our children, what we're pouring into them, because that's going to impact mm-hmm. our families for generations to come. So if we're dealing with sin, if we're involved in sin, and we know what it is, I mean, no one's clueless about what evil is or what 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 wrong is, mm-hmm. what, what wickedness is. Um, if that's how we're living, well, don't be surprised. If, if that lifestyle visits the next generation and right. then the next generation and so on and so forth. Hmm. Steve, you got something to say? <laughs> um, <huh. clears throat> well, um, we know, and we hinted about this, <sighs> what was it, last week we were talking about um, Noah cursing uh, Canaan, if I'm correct. Mm. Yeah, not Ham, but his, his Ham's son, son Canaan. Yes, Canaan. sir. Um, there's much um, suspicion as to what uh, actually took place other than Ham seeing his father um, drunk and unclothed, uh-huh. uh, but it's all speculation. What we do know is that it was a dishonor that Ham caused upon his father. Right. And so that is why Noah cursed Canaan, because it's hard for a father to see his son go through something that is because of his decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. that was in Genesis where this took place. Yes, sir. So in Numbers 14, it says the Lord is long suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children until the third and fourth generation. Wow. Numbers 14. Numbers 14, 18. And um, I want to read another passage. I'm looking through my notes here. Um, the father should not be put to death for the children, neither shall the children be put to death for the fathers. Every man shall be put to death for his own sin. Deuteronomy twenty four sixteen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and 
when the uh, man was blind, uh, the people even said, well, is this is this man blind of birth because of his father's sins? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we hey. know um, that's not the case because of Deuteronomy. And Jesus said, you know, no, that's, you know, the, lo- the reason why this man was bur- uh, born with blindness um, was because. God's glory may be manifested. That That's was right. that was Christ's words. Right. That's right. Right. So, not necessarily every transgression that is done by the Father is a result um, through, you know, or every struggle I should say is a result through the Father's decisions. However, we know that if you're not acting accordingly, you can alter. And even cause upon generational curses upon your lineage. Mm. That's a good point. That's good. That's, that's a good point. That's and good. I'm glad you clarified, especially in this day that we live in now, because, you know, people talk about, well, there was the covenant of the law, and now there's the covenant of grace. Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we're all standing before God based on our own sin. You know, mm-hmm. we as mm-hmm. believers, when we stand before God, it's not, we're not standing being judged for sin Deuteronomy 24 16 right right. we've already been forgiven of our sins we've already been given victory over sin our sins are washed away right but you know just speaking to those who will stand before God and be judged it will be based on their sin not their father's sin not their mother's sin but what I what scripture does allude to is the impact that a Mm. father's sin can have on the next generation if it's not dealt with you know, of course, I think about my own and how there are things that I'm still dealing with, but I see the impact on my sons and on my daughters. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we need to be aware of. We need to be cognizant of, cogniz- cognizant of but also deal with. Mm-hmm. That we, It's almost like making a decision. This sin, this issue that I've dealt with will not be passed on to the next generation. I take a stand right now that I'm going to make sure I'm going to do everything in my power that that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brother, in my turn, it's my turn, brother. Oh, <laughs> brother, don't man, blink. Uh, yeah, this is this is something huge to me. Um, just just because uh, of what I've experienced as a young man, young Af- black African male in 2017, and just learning what mm-hmm. it is to be a father, um, and and what does that mean? But then you know, you learn that oh, so my mistakes can affect my seed. Yeah. You know, yeah. that reality hits so hard and that, you know, not really, you know, not really realizing that early on that, you know, what your purpose and your mandate is as a man. Mm-hmm. Right. And the fact that if no one tells you that, you look to the world to give you that type of identity. Validation. Mm-hmm. And That's so, true. therefore, it's a lie. Mm. It's a lie because... What they say what a man is and what the society says what a man is, is now as, ooh, come on now. We, we understand that. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, for real. You preaching, you know, Doc. What, what a man is now is just so different from what, you know, we should be taught. You know, this is we, why we thank God for biblical standards and mm-hmm. the Bible and, and that we have, you know, usually your male pastor female pastor not taking anything away from female pastors out there i'm just saying that you see that structure and that's where i learned how to be a man through the church mm-hmm. right and, and i thank god for that you know uh, um 
my humble upbringings and and that under I, I really thank God for that because then I saw a standard, a model of what it, what it means to be you know faithful. Oh man, come on, faithfully married and um, mm-hmm. to raise children and and that this is my uh, this is my contribution to society that mm-hmm. um, my seed will be blessed. Right. You know, and so that's that's the thing about it. You know, if you we have grandkids. If we have grandkids mm-hmm. that, you know. Lord willing. Lord willing that that will, the curse will be brought up on the grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that, you know, it's, you know, so I'm not mad at Ancestry.com because you got to know where you come from. Right. You know, heritage. you got to know your heritage. Mm. You got to know, you know, and, that, and I, you know, you have to understand that because, you know, there's some ancestral things going on as far as. Uh, they what? can hear us. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm just... <laughs> ancestral as far as cursings can become on, come upon us that we don't even know about in our ancestry. Yeah. And they try to curse our bloodline and, and those type of things that, you know, bona fide witchcraft, not just because sins of, of, of uh, not vicarious living or not really knowing, but people openly, you know, dedicating, you know, ge- their generation to the devil. Right. Mm. And, 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 and that can take place unknowingly through the lineage before them right. or you know after them where you see families that struggle um, with certain strongholds mm. right certain family in my family they, by the grace of God has broken within my immediate family has broken the stronghold of alcoholism mm-hmm. my grandfather praise I didn't get my, my blood grandfather I didn't get to meet because he drunk himself to the grave he was on his wow. deathbed from alcoholism wow still drinking wow i never got to meet him and so that stronghold even tried to grip my parents and they broke it before i became of age wow you know what i'm saying so recognizing that it is important to know where you come from but it is also um we doing good uh it is important to recognize what you're dealing with from a spiritual standpoint Right. Because not everything right. we don't battle against flesh and blood. Right. Right. So if you're, in, it, it's not just with alcoholism; it's with um, sexual perversion. Right. Yes, sir. It is with. Yes, sir. Um, it is with theft, with the the uh, a lying tongue, um, with all these different things. Because, and this is something that Cage and I talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. The reason why God knew us before we were in His womb was because before I you. And Ukali was ever born, we were in the generations of the generations of the generations within Adam. Mm-hmm. So before Adam had Cain and, a- and Abel, God knew that one day Stephen Stapleton, a.k.a. Crown One, don't blink and Ukali will be born. That's right. So that is why those transgressions can be carried over lest ye be born again. And That's I would even dare say that you need to ask the Lord to fight with you in the spirit to break those strongholds because you know they're coming because those familiar spirits know the transgressions of the father. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I mean, Satan is aware. He knows uh, those things, those areas that we struggle in and those areas that we're working hard to overcome. And he's, he's not going to stop tempting. He's not going to stop attacking us in those areas. Great point, Stephen. It's, it's it's just you know it's awesome 
that we understand that we have a clarity understanding of, of what that is and what we need to do and how we need to um fight against those different things but then there's family members and men that don't know none of this right don't have a clue that's true you know, and don't that, understand why they're struggling, why they're struggling, why they're born into a stronghold right. or why they're born with desires that they don't want to do. The good they want to do, they don't do. And it's because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And so for those that are struggling with things that seem unnatural, it's unnatural for them to, to struggle with a certain thing. It's unnatural for them to struggle with, you know, they, they want to do good. They want to not cuss. They want to they wanna live a pleasing life, a, a good and pleasing life to the Lord, but they keep finding themselves falling and falling short. Well, we can't do it on our own. Right. That's the first thing. We right. have to acknowledge that we're imperfect, but we're perfected by him who is perfect. Right. Right. And so once accepting that, then we have to ask the Lord to break those strongholds. And as we addressed last week, just because you're delivered doesn't mean you won't be tempted again. Right. Right. That's true. That's true. You know, so I think it's important, you know, for those that are struggling with sexual perversion, um, with lust, with Mm -hmm. uh, lasciviousness, a lying tongue, dishonesty, um, even those you know, that have family that were involved in voodoo or whatever the case may be. Right. That you ask the Lord, you know, reveal to me what should be revealed to me, Lord God, and help me to break these strongholds that right. I may not carry them over into the next generation. Right. You know, um, depression is a stronghold. Right. And 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 that's a silent killer. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. You know, and through isolation, many other things can be birthed through depression. Mm-hmm. And so those are strongholds. Anxiety is a stronghold because we're not supposed to worry. Right. right. You know, and God, you know, gives us joy in our hearts. So depression is a spiritual attack, a spiritual stronghold. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? So these are things that, you know, we may struggle with as people, but recognizing what we're fighting against, spiritual wickedness in high places, principalities. Right. right. You know, there's levels, as you said. Um, he addressed them because he was walking, you know, in that, in that calling. Right, ranking order. Yeah, this this is uh, you want to say something? You got? You no, I'm good. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just something that, you know, like I said uh, just through my past and what I've learned about fatherhood and father in fathership and what is what is necessary to do and how generational curses can be broken, but they also be broken by uh, generation generational blessings and uh, that's uh that's you know to having. Not only uh, financial wealth, right? You know, you want to have spiritual wealth as well, and you want to have uh, those things, you know, operating in your in your life, you know, and um, the wisdom it takes to be a spiritual to be a spiritual and earthly father. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot that you take on, and um, as a as a mentor by profession, um, and and trying to make an impact on you know young black men's lives is how important that is and that you know making that contribution is i feel is more rewarding than anything else any beyond any title beyond any accolade i'm finding that you know just the reward of saying that someone that i made an impact on someone's life i've, I've shaped and molded them somewhere in their life they would become this or that you know hope you know of right. course positive Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, it'd be very sad to say, hey, okay, you influenced me to do something very wrong, you know, because you didn't, 
because you didn't understand my perspective. I didn't explain to you my perspective, what I did, what I've done, you know. Sure. You know, sure. and that's it's just it's just it's just it goes both ways that you can't we can't get out of being influential. Mm. Even though we tried to be. That's right. We can't we can't run from it. Right. You know, and uh, especially as men, you know, and um as Stephen was just you know, clarifying and explaining that the divine innate nature is as men to be the head. And so, you know, not wanting that authority doesn't make that doesn't want you doesn't make you exempt from being that. Sure. You know, and that's it's true. Just, you know, and that's just uh, uh, something I found out and, uh, you know, trying to run from my purpose, my mandate, my calling, you know what I'm saying, on this earth. You know, where, where you going to go? You end up doing it somewhere, somehow, some kind of way, you know. Very true. And that's, uh, you know, either you uh, you do, you be obedient to God or you or you be you're obedient to your other father, which is Satan. But you're gonna be obedient, <laughs> I'm glad and you're going to serve point. something, right? It's, it is. It's it's one of two choices, right? right? We serve right. God or we serve the mm -hmm. God of this world. So you're right, you're right. absolutely. So, yeah, I wanted to, and you made a good point because some people, some people don't know Christ who are watching this, or some people haven't really committed their life to Christ, who are watching this video. We hope if you haven't that you will, and it's simply just realizing, you know what? Wait a minute, I, I have, um, you know, I'm tired of my old life. I, I know right. I've I know right. I've done a lot of wrong not to not only my, myself and other people, but uh, to to God, my Creator, and right. I'm done. I'm turning away from that. I was told that Christ died for my sins. I'm gonna commit my life to Him, and I mean, it's just calling out to Him. Jesus saved me. You know, right. I'm done. I'm, you know, and that and you can experience experience new life. But for those who aren't really familiar, have been haven't been taught in Scripture what you know the whole notion of curses. You know, whether and, and how they how do they become generational? Well, we go back to the beginning. Adam got the first man that God created, the first family, mm. the first couple. Adam's sin, he, he sinned against God. Right. He was placed in a just a beautiful area, beautiful garden. Eat of everything, just don't partake in that that uh, tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He did exactly that. And Christ and God told him that if he, when he when he did that, he, it would bring about his death. And so, because of Adam's disobedience, sin and death was passed on to the next generation, mm -hmm. to the next generation, right. so on and next so forth. Generation. But we also know that just like there was the first man, Adam, that God made, God also says that when he became incarnate, he became God in the flesh uh, 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 came onto the scene, he's considered the second Adam. And we know that his death on the cross, his life, his death, his resurrection has broken the curse that the first Adam, that the, God's, the first man that God made, that curse that he caused to be generational, Christ, the second Adam, he broke that curse. And so now through Christ, through co a commitment to him, because when you commit your life to him, God gives you his spirit. And the spirit of God is, is what gives us the power to live in victory, to, live, to, to, to no longer be under the curse, but then to live in victory over sin, victory over the thing that brought the curse, which, again, is sin. So I just wanted to, to touch on that because sometimes, you know, we, we will speak in such a way uh, that, you know, we right. sometimes forget to take into account that some people may not know. What Some of the uh, true. the uh, biblical concepts and principles that we're talking about. So I just wanted to interject that, but go ahead. That's true. That's true. What you want to say? Uh, I just wanted to highlight the scripture. Um, it's Romans one twenty eight, but I have to read a little bit of backlog to give um, 
context mm-hmm. of the scripture. So um, I want to start at Romans one twenty one because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who was blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Mm. So a lot of people talk about, well, it's natural. It's nature to feel this way. It's nature to 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 for me to feel like this. I was born this way. And continuing on, verse 29 says, and likewise, also the men. Leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error, which was meat. Mm. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Wow. Now, that's a mouthful. Yes, it is. Because... In pre-verses, and I, I believe we got plenty of time. Let me just check on time. Oh, amen. Yes, we do. We got plenty. <laughs> so uh, we have to address a couple of things in this passage. Most definitely. The first thing that's addressed is who changed, this is verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who was blessed forever. Amen. Before that, verse 23 says, and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man. Wow. Mm. (laughs) So now we're talking about other religions that have turned the knowledge of God into something that is false and corruptible. And let me just say this, and I want you to continue on that, Mm -hmm. Stephen. So they changed the knowledge or they changed the truth of God. That meant they knew God. And that meant they knew the truth that God had commanded them to live by. So I just wanted to point point that out because sometimes we we act like we don't know God or we don't know the life that God has commanded us to live or Mm -hmm. we don't know the instructions that he's given us. That's not true. We do know them. But now it's all about the choice that we make. But go, go right. ahead, Stephen. So it, it, it says in, in Romans 1, um, Romans 1, 23, and change the glory of God, of the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man. Wow. And then it goes on to say this, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. So I'm going to stop there real quick. You look in different cultures, and I, we talked about this plenty of times before, mm-hmm. certain cultures worship certain things. Right, right. You know, it's it's the sun god. It's the god of the birds. It's the god of the wind, the god of the water, the dragon, the god, right. and this, that, and the third. This is a scripture that talks about all that kind of stuff. So people, I keep, I don't understand why people keep saying God's not real, God's not true, the Bible's false. This highlights the origin and describes other religions taking place. That's right. So 
Um, and I'm not going to go deep into there, but what I'm saying is we find out later in verse 28 that God gave them over to a mind of reprobation. And so what we're talking about here is the sins of a father visiting the son, the, the, the sons, the children, mm-hmm. a third and fourth generation. Right. Mm-hmm. So because great, 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 great granddaddy had done something. Right. Now you're struggling with the same thing or under that same knowledge. Right. And if, that it, same if, it wasn't, if it wasn't dealt with. However, right. exactly. However, and this is why I say a man that is born in the desert or born into lack of knowledge mm-hmm. shall not be killed. Because as we read in Deuteronomy, right, in Deuteronomy, what's that twenty six, twenty verse sixteen, I believe it, twenty four sixteen. The fathers shall not be put to death for the children; neither shall the children be put to death for the fathers. Every man shall be put to death for his own sin. Right. So what that means is you may be birthed into a generational curse, but you're held accountable for what you know, which I will bring up. I'll bring up that scripture so then people don't just think I'm just saying it. But that's an actual verse where you'll be held accountable for what you know. So let me move on. Um, verse 6, verse 26, Romans 1, 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving them in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. Verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. So they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. They knew God. Knew they, didn't want, they, they fled from him. Right. In their decisions. Mm-hmm. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with unrighteousness, fornication, and this is verse 29, being filled with unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. Wow. Who know in the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only to do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Wow. Meaning, because of disobedience, and that's why the Bible says obedience is greater than sacrifice. So meaning, uh, we'll, we'll update the audio, but um, meaning that with them going through this, um, lifestyle of disobedience, the fathers. Right. That reprobate mind was passed on a generation after a generation after sure. a generation. Sure. So much so that they were started, that the generations after were so lost that they received pleasure in doing so. Right. But by the grace of God, some may come to the knowledge of God and still have to deal with those strongholds. So I'm not saying this to be overbearing and say there's no hope there is hope there's hope in jesus christ right but you have to know what you're dealing with in order to overcome it that's true and the only one that can deal with it the right way is jesus christ great you got you got a lot to say go ahead no 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 you you go ahead don't blink go ahead and uh share some uh some some information some truth i have some information i'll wait till later on to share that but um 
it's a it's the it's the climate you create the climate you create with your family which is uh which creates your culture so therefore you know you think that's part of your dna and that's how your family is that's you know what y'all do mm-hmm. right <laughs> you know so is that it's as if your family became becomes known for particular behavior attributes mm-hmm. at, you know within your family so um because you know as a child you're, you're the older you know the older person the parent all of your life does things a certain way you think that's the way you're supposed to do things also not knowing that it's sinful true mm-hmm. that's that's a good point and that's that's very dangerous but you know because it's it's a certain culture of it you know because sin is later within the culture of your family you know you think it's okay until you realize you come into some realization or you come into some real revelation of some authenticity which is the word of god mm-hmm. that oh i can't do this you know mm-hmm. and sometimes that type of deliverance is painful because you know you've been doing this this way for so long you think it's okay and you know you even question you even battle god you even battle the word of god saying why can't i do this why is this is this, this, is this not okay Mm-hmm. You know, and and so my family's been doing this for so long. Why can't I do this? So it's just uh something you you have to really understand dealing with the truth behind deliverance and realizing you have to change the things about yourself. Mm-hmm. Very true. I'm done. Very true. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about because um, what Stephen was saying was was just hitting me. I'm, I'm sure it was hitting our viewers as well. Um, and this is this is real. We've got to. The King James Version says, walk circumspectly. We know mm-hmm. that Paul talks about doing a lot of self-examination. Make sure you're in the faith. Because what we do as parents, what we do as men, as, as a father, and I like the fact that you also talked about being a mentor because we're not only fathers to our own children, we're father figures to other mm-hmm. young, young, young men mm-hmm. and young women who are coming up after us. Right. But I was thinking about what Joshua, um, I'm sorry, what the book of Judges. And I just want to read something real quick. And it is, I'm going to start with Joshua chapter two, verse eight. And it says, and Joshua, the the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord died at the age of 110 years. And they buried him within the boundaries of his inheritance in Timnath Harris in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gaish. Mm -hmm. And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers. And there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord. Or the work that he had done for Israel. How in the world, after being under Joshua's leadership, after God used Joshua to send uh, or to to have the uh, children of Israel be able to possess the promised land, they were of course to- taught God's word, God's instructions, God's commands. It was taught the fathers, and you would you would hope that the fathers, you would we would think that the fathers and the mothers were teaching the instructions of God to their children. Right. But it says Joshua died. And it says that that next generation did not know the Lord. So obviously, if that next generation didn't know the Lord, that meant many of those parents, we are assuming that what, Joshua's leadership, yeah, they taught the instructions of God. No, many of those parents, those fathers did not pass on the instructions, the commands of God to the next generation. That's the only way they would not mm. know the Lord. And what's interesting is we have a generate. we have many who are part of this generation today that don't who, know. who have no idea of no scripture. Idea. They've never read God's word. They've never heard the instructions, not just the 10 commandments, but the two that Christ said, we all should live by love God, love people. people. Some don't even know that they don't know the Lord. So of course the only thing they can experience is the curse that was already talked about that Adam 
passed on to generation after generation after generation. As a fa as fathers, father figures, we gotta get we gotta get this information out here to, to people so that they can know that the curse. You don't have to be what your the alcoholic that your dad was, mm -hmm. or you don't have to be the drug addict that you know your family was, or you don't have to be impoverished. You can break even that cycle of poverty. Amen. So I just wanted to interject that a little bit that uh, the generations that don't know the Lord be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. Romans chapter twelve. Mm -hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually headed there. Uh oh. Um, you got the one scripture you want to read. Yeah, yeah, I gotta find it. Give me a second here. <clears throat> this, is power, this is powerful, <laughs> fellas. Yeah, Romans, it is. It, it is. And this is something the Lord just dropped in my heart, you know, that I think just needed to be addressed. And even as we're speaking here, the Lord's been dropping things in my spirit, recalling to my remembrance by the grace of God. Right. So be of Romans twelve sixteen says, be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend men of low estate. Be not wise in ye own conceits. Recompense to no man, even for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it is, if it is possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink for in doing for in so doing thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome with e of evil, but overcome evil with good. Wow, that's powerful. So it's important for us to keep in mind as not only as men, but as young women, that our decisions can affect our lineage. And I'm sure that every parent can say they recognize certain qualities, good and bad, right. within their children that they once either done themselves. And it's the the common colloquial uh, is that you can't pull no game on me. I've done every trick in the book. Wow. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That's not a coincidence, uh, a by, <laughs> a by chance <laughs> statement. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right. you know, right. this is just something that we have to recognize as believers and as those that desire to become a believer that this is what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a spiritual matter. It's not something that can be addressed naturally. AA can only help you so long. Good point. It has its benefits, pills but it can, it can only help you pills so Pills can only help so you so much. far. Mm -hmm. right. Doctors can only help you so far, but Christ can obliterate it and, and carry you through wow. the entire life struggle into the, into the next life. Um, wow. I have, I have a... Eight reasons. Now I'm gonna shift shift with me. Shift okay. with me, church. Uh, I have eight reasons men reject spiritual fathers. And being that Jesus is our spiritual father, we can right. we can apply that on the even on that scale. And um, I want I don't want to read a lot of this because it's a huge article and teaching that I'll interject it with, and also. Uh, also well, yeah, let's gather. let's hear the, let's hear the eight. So the eight. Number one, eight is men reject spiritual fathers because they ha they no longer trust male authority figures. Wow. Oh, mm. that's real. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Number two, men reject spiritual fathers because they don't want to be held accountable. Oh, man, we talk about that a lot. <laughs> and accountability is crucial. Woo! But I don't want to be accountable. <laughs> number three, men reject spiritual fathers because... They are afraid of being disappointed. Okay. Yeah. 
Mm. We're men. Sometimes, mm. sometimes I will disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Men reject yeah. spiritual fathers when they have suffered abuse. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is that aspect as well. Woo. So number five, men reject spiritual fathers because they expect perfection from them. Okay. Mm. And I've, I haven't been in the rejection state, but putting your trust in man so much and then they end up letting you down. Right. I've been there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Number six, men reject spiritual fathers because they are, oh, sorry, afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, afraid of rejection. Number six. I'm sorry. Number seven, men reject spiritual father because they don't know their heavenly father's love. Mm. Yeah. 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 We need to uh, when we when we know the father and have a relationship with him. I I think that will help us appreciate those who are trying to be spiritual fathers, Mm -hmm. earthly father figures to us Mm. in spite of their, you know, some of their shortcomings will it will value their wisdom will value their mm-hmm. insight will value you know what they're pouring into our life because we because of our relationship with the heavenly father we can see the heavenly father working through some of our earthly fathers yes sir number eight <laughs> this is master men reject spiritual fathers because they have never met authentic ones wow, mm. wow. <laughs> yeah that's the doozy right there that summarizes all eight of those i mean all you know all the, the yeah. previous seven yeah, we're looking for authentic ones. Yeah. I, I remember, authenticity. I remember when I was pastoring a local church and uh, a Christian community. And, amen, amen, amen. You know, that was something that I, I was looking for because I had never never shepherded uh, a, a, a Christian community before. I mean, it's a gift of mine, but looking for other other men who are seasoned, who are more mature, who are wise, uh-huh. who've, who've done that. Um, yeah, at times, I mean, not saying I never found any or never saw a good example, but it was difficult. <laughs> it was difficult finding those who were truly representing uh, the father's heart as shepherds. You know, you're not mm-hmm. just in it for the money. You're not just in it for the notoriety. Right. You're literally you're a you're truly a shepherd or a pastor after Christ's heart because right. I mean, your 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 commitment. The time that you're committing, the resources and, and your efforts that you're committing. So yeah, that that's a challenge. We're you know finding finding those finding authentic uh, father figures, mm-hmm. spiritual spiritual fathers. Yeah, I've uh, you know I've, I've coined I'm coining this word and this phrase within my own particular ministry is is my brand is authentic. Love it. My brand is authenticity. So, you know, with branding and being an entrepreneur. Our music speaks for itself. Yeah, our music <laughs> speaks for itself. And our, and our brand is authenticity. And that's what we're going to stand by with everything we do. And it's going to be our model for 2017 and here on out. Amen. It's been that. But, you know, um, there's different type of fathering out there. You know, it's corporate fathering. There's this, this uh, you know, one-on-one. There's this, all, this mentorship type of fathering. And, and that's a... That's a broad subject, and that's a conference, even if you will, that you know many men have or leaders have that have great influence in the world, and um, it's just something that can never be exhausted. You know, yeah. Um, we see just by men in prison that there's lack of fathering, you know, in the earth, right, yeah. right. You know, or perverted fathering in the earth, or you know? or, or rejection, rejection of, of fathers, huge spirit. Huge spirit. I think we. I think I know. I know. I have suffered from the spirit of rejection. You know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a confidence 
eliminator in my life and wow. you know you know it uh killed mm-hmm. my self esteem so anyway you know um mm-hmm. it's been uh, awesome it's been awesome doing this it's, it's a pleasure of talking to you about these different things yeah it's you important know, it's much needed it's much needed it's also this is real talk as they say real talk uh it's good to be you know transparent Mm-hmm. So to speak, you know, with some brothers that you know that love you, and that's important. I, I would say anyone out here who's watched, who will watch this video, find some people that you could be transparent with. You can let your hair down with, mm-hmm. if you could trust. That's going to be, you know, and confidence that they're not going to put your your business it's on, on blast. blast, right? You know, right. And, and go ahead, go ahead, and, brother. You know, look after you enough to say, hey, why did you say that on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> Shots, yeah. Right. yeah. That will call yeah. you up, you know, realizing, okay. Yeah. There's, there's a going crying on, out here. There's a there's a healing that needs to take place. Why are you doing this? You because of the whole so- social media phenomenon, and you know, uh, that's that's important. That's important. To, um, you know, you mm-hmm. have to realize, and you you want people to care about you enough to say, okay, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Be careful. You know, saying uh, the world doesn't need to know that. You know, and so that's uh, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. You know, because people don't understand. With yeah. the perspective of what you're saying, and then you you can say it as intelligent as you want to, and be articulate. What the folks this is dysfunctional folks reading this stuff, yeah, <laughs> right, wounded, <laughs> right, yeah. So you know, you know, it's just it's just important to um, keep keep perspective, yeah. keep moving forward, and keep perspective. Um, understand the challenges that you have, and find somebody to, to confide in. What we're going to be doing. Folks, those that's listening, those that's watching, um, next month we're going to be talking about relationships. Yes. And we have um, guest speaker. Pastor um, Samuel O. Hampton. Pastor Sam Hampton, who will be joining us um, next month uh, over the course of the month uh, when he can to discuss relationships and, and how to, you know, recognize some of these strongholds that we're addressing today may affect your relationship. That's true. Right. And, um, you know, we want to, you know, before our time is up, we want to pray for those that are listening. Uh, this is one of the first things we've ever done. Right. Um, I want to, you know, make that, uh, you know, because this is a Christian program. Right. Absolutely. And we are believers. Absolutely. Undoubtedly. Um, and, and also what we're going to be doing in the coming months is scheduling Bible studies here within the Northeast Ohio Akron area, um, headlined by either one of one of the three of us uh, but more more or less than a bible study i'd say more of a bible discussion sure um sure. you know where mm-hmm. people can just come and shed uh discuss uh their questions have their questions answered uh so that was sort of like what we did last year um uh-oh there's the music <laughs> but there's the music i didn't talk off the hook i didn't talk the time out um but we hope you enjoyed future focus uh God we hope that you got your um blessing on today crime one signing out your boy ukali white don't be signing out be blessed everybody thank you for paying attention commenting on the facebook facebook page we're going to thank you for that peace yes sir um and we're gonna let's let's go ahead and pray uh all right so um i'll go ahead and pray father god we thank you lord god for those that are tuning in lord god we thank you 
for the souls saved and unsaved that have heard your message today yes, lord, lord god we ask that they will receive your spirit lord god that they will receive your word that yes. it may not fall on a hardened heart lord god and that those that are struggling with the spiritual stronghold a generational stronghold that it is broken right now in jesus name through their acknowledgement of your son jesus yes father god we thank you we we bless your name for all the brothers here, we thank you for the words that you've put on our hearts, for the message, for the direction that you've put on our hearts, Lord God. And we just ask, Lord God, that those that's listening in their cars, those that's listening in their homes, that their atmosphere is shifted in Jesus' name, Lord Jesus God. Name. That their minds are strengthened, Lord God, on how to deal with these spiritual strongholds. And when yes, they Lord. are tempted, when they are, are encouraged even by their counterparts or encouraged by the world, Lord God, that they will be able to stand firm and say no to sin, no to temptation, and no to those strongholds, yes, Lord God that it may be broken in Jesus' name. Jesus. Let all those strongholds be broken in Jesus' name. Jesus. And that they will be pulled away from a reprobate mind and into the likeness of your son, Jesus Christ. Yes, God. Jesus, we ask that you will let them be a new creature, Lord God, as your word state. Your word is true, Lord God, and we believe in that. And so we just ask that these strongholds be broken, that these families be remended, yes, that these hearts be purified, Lord God, and that these minds may be made pure through your son. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God Amen. bless. All right.